this is Jess. This is the Not Carrie Bradshaw podcast where I'm talking all things pop culture, style, and wellness. And this episode, I am talking about what the hell is happening in the world in the throes of this unprecedented pandemic that we're all dealing with. Just to start off, um, to update you guys on my situation, I am home. Um, I am practicing social distancing and isolating and all of that good stuff as a healthy person to make sure that other people can stay healthy and to, you know, flatten the curve and all that good stuff. My day job closed down last week and, you know, as of now, we're still going to be paid. We still have healthcare benefits and I feel incredibly grateful for that. Um, I am equal parts optimistic and equal parts anxious. Um, On the optimism side, I'm really happy to see a lot of businesses and institutions stepping up to provide support to people who need it, honestly. Um, You know, retail workers, food service workers, small businesses that can't go this long, especially like local restaurants who can't go this long without having, you know, a lot of customers. Um, you know, in New York, they lifted the to-go ban on alcohol so you can order like cocktails to go, which is actually kind of cool, but I do feel nervous for those businesses. I do feel nervous for what lies ahead. Um, I feel nervous for people who don't have the benefit of being salaried employees or who work at companies that are taking a major hit because people can't go out and shop how they normally would. Um, That makes me really sad, afraid, and anxious. But like I said, the bright spots here are seeing people kind of band together to say that we're in this together. And I don't know what they're going to do in terms of the government because the government right now is being run by three cats in a trench coat and the cats are disassembling. So we don't really know what's going to fall with this whole, you know, everyone whose income, you know, qualified should get a check for a thousand dollars. No, they should get a check for two thousand dollars. It's like, we don't know where that's going to land. But anyway, there are people out there who are trying to do the right thing by still paying their retail workers even though their stores are closed but that does make me nervous because I'm like well can they afford to do that for that long if people can't go out and shop um I'm seeing a lot of people kind of making the best out of being quarantined like John Legend did like an Instagram live concert with Chrissy Teigen wearing a towel sitting on a piano and I just thought that that was like really sweet another really sweet thing that I saw was um one of the zoos somewhere was closed down so they let the penguins out to like walk around and look at the other exhibits and it was the sweetest most pure thing and I guess you just look for happiness wherever you can find it in times like this where Things are very uncertain because we just don't have any leadership right now in our country. And this is a worldwide threat. And our country, really, we don't know who to look to for leadership. We don't quite know who to look to for accurate information. We're just kind of taking it day by day, moment by moment. And while that is terrifying, like I said, the really good thing is that some people are stepping up and doing the right thing. 
um, by helping out where they can. So I want to encourage you, if you have the option to stay home, to practice social distancing, to isolate, please just sit your ass down. Like it's not infringing upon your civil liberties for you to just do the right thing here. And this is for me, it's been really relaxing and peaceful time honestly like working from home I'm jogging every day while keeping a safe distance from anybody else on the street um I'm doing the best to create content while you know of course like working from home sure but I'm doing everything that I can to make the most of this like cleaning my apartment um I actually finished reading Jessica Simpson's book which was surprisingly good highly recommend um I'm cooking, like I'm really doing everything that I can to take advantage of this time just with myself. And I hope that all of us kind of take this as an opportunity to just take note of how much we need each other. Um, I think one of the glaring observations that I have made, which I think I've always known, but it's just become magnified a thousand times, is the extent to which we need each other. Um, I think that right now is showing us in in a much greater example than ever before how much the people who have a lot depend on the people who have far less than them. Um, Right now, retail workers, food service workers, janitorial staff, like all of the people who perform these quote unquote unskilled jobs, as people like to call them, are the ones who are really holding us up right now. I think for teachers who or parents who have to teach their kids at home, like you're really seeing just how hard teachers have it. And I hope that once the smoke clears and that once we get past this, because I truly believe that we will get past it um, probably sooner than we think. I'm hopeful. I hope that we can start to make some changes to offer more support to more vulnerable communities, to these people who are really like stepping up and who are on the front lines, like the the hospital staff and everything, like just seeing these pictures of them, you know, working, like l- legit working over time, you know, to just keep people healthy, to get people healthy, um, to take care of those who aren't. One of my really close friends is an RN and I've just been, you know, kind of checking in with her. She's been checking in with me and just sending out prayers for those people who are really like on the front lines, who I don't feel like ever get enough credit for the work that they do to keep our society afloat. But especially now, like I hope that we are really like taking note of just how much we need each other. I think that we take for granted the ability just to be able to go to a restaurant and eat safely. Like, I think this is a really good time of stillness for us to practice gratitude for a way of life that we have taken full advantage of, that we have taken for granted, really. And I'm also, again, another really bright spot for me is seeing um, some of the fashion community step it up and reach out and provide resources for people. I know one of the perfume factories, maybe for Dior or something like that, switched over to create hand sanitizer to distribute to stores. I think that that's incredibly beautiful. Pierre Moss, um, who is an amazing black fashion designer, has created a $50,000 fund to support small businesses right now who are in need, who probably can't make payroll because they aren't seeing sales. Um, 
He's also doing something else in terms of like getting supplies to medical staff. I'll put a link to his Instagram um, in the episode description so that if you do want to contribute or if you know of a way that you can contribute or help out, that you can reach out to them. I want us all to take stock of even if you don't have a whole lot, because I know I don't have a whole lot. I have more than some and less than a whole lot of people as well, but there are ways that we can support people who don't have as much as we have, even if we don't have a whole lot. Wherever you are, like from your vantage point, make sure that you're doing something to look out for somebody else. Like this is a time for selflessness and just to look out for somebody other than yourself. Like I'm so disgusted with seeing people who think that they are somehow special, somehow immune, that this is an opportunity to judge people for how much money they have or don't have saved. That kind of shit is incredibly disgusting and disappointing to me. I think that people look at finances as as a moral failure. Like, I don't know if y'all know this, but people don't aspire to poverty. So if a person doesn't have as much as you, I promise you it's not because they aren't trying. You know, I'm sure there are some outliers of people who are perfectly happy to live well beneath the poverty line, but most people would love nothing more than to be able to support themselves and or their family and still have money left over to save. You would be horrified if you really looked at the numbers of how much people struggle just to keep a roof over their head. So I hope that we take this time to really practice some understanding and some empathy and some compassion. I'm all about self-care. I'm all about make sure that your mask is adjusted before you put one on the person next to you. But a huge part of being a good person, of being a kind person, of being a well person is extending compassion and empathy to other people, even if they don't look or live like you. Like, what the fuck? It's really disappointing to see some of the things that I'm seeing on Twitter where people are still going to the club and, you know, just kind of saying like, well, I'm not scared. This isn't about you being scared. It's about literally saving lives. That's just kind of disgusting to me. Um, And again, like, I don't want to judge anybody else. Like, I don't want to be one of those people. But for fuck's sake, y'all, like, let's just step it up to be better for the next person for our community and for ourselves like it's just not cool to be that much of an individualist in times like this like when we literally need each other I feel like individualism is kind of how we got to this place where you think that you live in a bubble or life happens in a vacuum and it doesn't your actions impact other people and other people's actions impact you why not just not be a canker sore of a person and just do the decent thing? Anyway, on the bright side, I have been watching a lot of really good TV. So I just want to give y'all some recommendations. Hunters on Amazon is amazing. Um, I want to give a description without giving too much away. It's basically about like a ragtag crew of people of different ethnicities and and backgrounds and identities teaming up to take down Nazis. It takes place in New York in the 70s, and it is so awesome. I haven't finished it yet. I'm really trying to parcel it out because I love this show. I'm obsessed with it. It's led by Al Pacino, like, hello. Um, And it's a really diverse cast, like, and not in that way that you feel like they're just checking off boxes. It really just looks like what New York looks like in terms of diversity. Um, the world is not just white and black. It's a lot of other people's, a lot of different identities at multiple intersections. It's a great show. Um, 
I got back into Westworld because Westworld season two really lost me. Like, I think I got into like two episodes of season two whenever it came out. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? So I was like, you know what? I have some time. Let me dive back into it. And it's actually freaky how accurate some of the themes are in Westworld season two to what's happening now. Because I think the premise and not to get to, I don't want to over intellectualize or put on like, you know, my foil tin hat, tin foil hat right now or whatever. But what I think Westworld is, is this world of robots, highly like modernized, like you can't tell the difference between them being people and not being people, robots. And very wealthy people get to go into this world of robots and just kind of like release their most base desires onto these robots so they can like murder them, they can rape them, they can do all these unspeakable things to them. And ultimately the robots end up rebelling. They become sentient, they question the nature of their reality, and they start to fight back around season two. What I think that is, is a metaphor for the way that very, very wealthy people use those of us who aren't incredibly wealthy as pawns to kind of play out whatever their desires are and just come what may. And so many people are living their lives in service to these people without really knowing it. And I think that that's something that we really need to consider, especially with what's happening right now. Seeing people who are incredibly wealthy not really do their part to contribute to improving the situation right now that's happening IRL, like in our lives at this moment. Anyway, the other thing that's really helping me to get through Westworld with more context and understanding, I found these really great recaps um, on Esquire. I don't really frequent Esquire's website, but I Googled like Westworld season two episode, whatever, like recaps. And it was one of the first ones that came up and it's been really freaking helpful. I'll put a link to that in the episode description. Um, that is on HBO. Uh, I know some of y'all still not dealing with HBO because of how they did us with Game of Thrones. I understand and I support you, but we have to move forward in life. With that being said, if you did not get into The Outsiders on HBO, whew, let me tell you something. Jason Bateman did what he needed to do when he directed that shit. It's based on a Stephen King novel, which those are always kind of like hit or miss for me. But Outsiders is so good. It's so well done. The cinematography, it's really good. Um... If you want something a little bit lighter, please watch Curb Your Enthusiasm if you never have. It is just one of the best things because you will find yourself really identifying with Larry David in a lot of situations where it's like, well, he's not wrong here, but he still ends up being the asshole. I feel like that's my life often where I'm just kind of like, well, we shouldn't have to do X, Y, and Z. And everybody knows that we shouldn't have to do X, Y, and Z, but I'm the asshole for calling it out. I identify with Larry David in a number of ways because I too am a rich white man. Not really, obviously. So on a lighter note, watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Even if you have watched it before, rewatch it because why not? Laugh a little. Um, On My Block season three, I think we're on now, is up on Netflix. I have to catch up with that one. I watched episode one. It's such a cute show. Um, it really gets you in the feelings bone sometimes because it's 
kind of like a coming of age story for black and Latina kids who live in LA. It's modern day, but it's, it's cute, but it's also kind of sad, which coming of age stories tend to be. Um, like if you look back at like my girl and stuff like that, those, those shows and those movies tend to have some amount of sadness to them, but they can also be really freaking funny and really entertaining. So I highly recommend that if you have never watched sex education on Netflix, start now. You can stop my podcast, okay, and you can go start Sex Education. It's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Um, I don't know if I've ever told you guys about Love Sick on Netflix, but it's also really good. It's about this guy who gets chlamydia and then has to go back through all of his dating history to, like, let these girls know that he may have given them chlamydia, which is, like, kind of heavy, but apparently it's something that a lot of people really often have to do in life. It's a British show. Y'all know I love my good British shows. Um, highly recommend. It's a very cute show. Very freaking funny. Um, on Hulu, I highly recommend High Fidelity, if for no other reason than to look at freaking Zoe Kravitz's face. Why is her face so good? Like, I can't deal with how beautiful she is. And I only very recently found out that it's a remake of a movie that stars John Cusack, which her mom was in. So Lisa Bonet was in the original. Now she's leading the remake. It's really, really good. The music is insanely good. Um, I got put on to a lot of really... Um, new artists they're new to me but people who are like music heads have always been familiar with them so I highly recommend High Fidelity on Hulu um another really cute show that's on Hulu I can't remember if I told you guys about it before but Shrill is so good it's one of the most well-written shows that I've ever watched before to the extent that it makes me question whether or not I'm a good writer um it's about a woman who is a plus-sized um, writer actually, and just kind of the way she navigates dating, the way she navigates her work life. And she also happens to be plus size. Um, it's not too preachy about things, but it also really drives home the point about a lot of stuff, um, in terms of like call out culture, cancel culture, internet trolls. Um, but it's also really, really funny. So it's not preachy. It's not heavy. It's something I really enjoy. Uh, what else did I watch? Something else that I really want to tell you guys about that I cannot remember because I've been watching so much TV. Um, Mark Marin has a really good um, stand-up special on Netflix that I highly recommend. If you have never gotten into Shit's Creek, please get into Shit's Creek. I'm pretty sure that I've said that a thousand times, but I will say it until the day I die because it's amazing. Um, what else? Good girls. Whoo, y'all. Let me tell you something. If for no other reason than to see Retta give a stellar performance, um, because I loved her on Parks and Rec, <sighs> Manny Montana's face. Is so good to look at. He plays Rio and oh my God. Anyway, I think Good Girls is a really great explanation of what happens when good people try to do the right thing, but capitalism just keeps beating them down. So they say, screw it. We about to go off the rails and do what we got to do. Um, it's about three women who 
end up in a life of crime, like knee deep in a life of crime that they didn't intend to. But it's also really good. It's like heart pounding, honestly, because you don't know what the hell is about to happen with these. Honestly, like their wives, their mothers, and they out here just doing their best and also struggling at the same time. And just an amazing show. Um, I can't think of any other recommendations right now. I had a list and I don't know what happened to the list. But um, before I sign off, I just want to encourage you guys to take care of yourselves. This is a really great time to journal, to get really intimate with yourself. And I don't just mean in terms of masturbation. Um, I mean... I don't want to be one of those people, but I promise you meditation is so helpful in times like this because you can feel really anxious about what is about to happen quite often. And if you are someone who is fortunate enough to be able to work from home, take advantage of this time so that you can learn how to be a better person. Maybe that's the ultimate lesson in all of this. If you are a person who's fortunate enough to be able to work from home and still be paid, still have your health care intact, use this time to learn how to be a better person. You should be journaling. You should be finding some kind of way to do physical activity to get your body moving. I have really been taking advantage of my outside time because I underestimated just how many steps I get from commuting to and from work every day. And it's real tempting to just sit around your house and eat like food is going out of style. And once this is all over, I really can't afford to just have all them carbs like coming for revenge for me. So I have really been taking advantage of the daylight because it's freakishly beautiful outside even though we're all in panic and fear mode so find some sort of way to tap into yourself to take care of yourself as best as you can one of my really great friends um who has been with me on my wellness journey we check in with each other often um and we've become good friends like via this communication she's home with her husband and her two kids working from home while also trying to stay committed to eating well and working out and I my heart goes out to her she was like help me bitch it's ghetto over here (laughs) like my heart goes out to her but I also applaud her so much just for finding time for herself in the midst of that please if you can find a way to do that Um, if you have single friends who are isolating completely by themselves, reach out, make sure that they're okay, because this is a rough time for single bitches, because you can be perfectly happy being single until stuff like this happens, and you're like, damn, I wish I had a man to help me carry this case of water that I had to buy just in case up these five flights of stairs. Like, I get it. So make sure that you're checking on your friends who are quarantined, isolating practicing social distance by themselves you know schedule FaceTime calls like you don't know how much it could help someone who is freaking the fuck out right now just to have a friendly face on the other end of the phone um Netflix apparently has this really cool extension where you can have a Netflix party where you and someone else or you and a couple of people can watch a show together in kind of like a visual chat type situation I think that's super cute Take advantage of that. Find ways to like have fun with this as much as you can. Like you have to find the joy in things as much as you can because on the upside, you're not sick. You're still in the land of the living and you can still do something to make your life and someone else's life better. So take advantage of that. Um, The other thing that I want to encourage you guys to do 
is if you don't really see it for therapy, but feel right now that you might really want someone to talk to because you're feeling anxious or depressed from having to be by yourself too much, or maybe you are one of the people who doesn't have the privilege of working from home and you are out here having to be amongst all these psychos who don't seem to give a fuck about anybody else, now might be a really great time for you to try therapy. Um, There are several virtual therapy apps. Um, I've done BetterHelp before, and I hear a lot of really good things about Talkspace. I think this would be a really great time to reach out and at least give that a try. It won't hurt. So highly recommend Um, Please take care of yourselves and do what you can to take care of others with whatever extra resources you have. Um, I know a couple of friends of mine are like donating money to food banks. Um, People who are able bodied are reaching out to their elderly neighbors or people who are immunosuppressed, um, who have compromised immune systems, who can't go out right now. Um, are offering to go and like get them supplies and just drop them off at their homes. If you are using delivery service, the delivery services, tip your delivery people well. If you can afford freaking Uber Eats or Grubhub or whatever, you can afford to tip a person an additional two or three dollars. Like not to be in nobody's pockets, not to be like passport, black Twitter or whatever, but just consider where you can Go the extra mile where you can for somebody other than yourself. Take care of yourself and take care of others. Be well. If you need somebody to FaceTime, um, I would say DM me, but I don't know. People get weird. If I know you, shoot me a text. Like, we can set up a, a, a FaceTime date, you know. Um, it depends on whether or not I have on makeup or a bra because I haven't put on a bra in days. With the exception of going out to jog, because I did get a breast reduction, but they are smaller, not small. So you do have to strap these things down. But anyway, do what you can to take advantage of this quiet time of stillness. Um, If you find something really good to watch, you know, let me know in the comments. I'm always looking for good things to watch. So take care of yourself, take care of others and be well. And I will talk with you guys soon. Bye. Thank you.